When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Says you are live, and there we go. We are live on this Saturday, November 18th, 2023. This is episode 130, live final preview of the Dolphins Raiders game at Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday. We're going to quickly dispense of the jersey recognition number 30. I am going to give a shout out to Bernie Parmalee. Ooh, good one. Who went from a UPS driver to the Dolphins rushing leader two seasons, I want to say and who's now the currently the running backs coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars and a very good guy on top of everything else. Yeah, I remember he got into uh, coaching and um, very good special teams player. He was one of my favorite backs. Um, I just knew absolutely he was going to be the back that made um, that gave the Dolphins a rushing attack that helped Dan Marino get to the Super Bowl. Clearly, I was wrong, but I, 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 that was my young years. Uh, yeah. They never had a, a quote-unquote Super Bowl type rushing attack. Then again, it was kind of tough to have one when the offense was so intensely focused on Marino and the Marks brothers, which we could make the argument that this particular offense, when it's operating at when it's operating at high peak, might rival that one be even better because it's got a much better balance of running and passing. Yeah, but I don't think Parmalee was during the Marx Brothers era. I think Parmalee was when well, yes, yes, he was. I'm looking at him right now. No, I apologize. Uh no, I apologize. Oh, I've stuffed Poupard. I have corrected Poupard. It's always a victory. Okay. I also I'm not sure if I mentioned Parmalee with the Mar- with Mark, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh Parmalee was with the Dolphins from ninety-two through ninety-eight. I think it was, was rookie. He was a rookie the last time the Dolphins made the AFC Championship game was in 1992. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, hi, everyone. I, I should acknowledge our viewer, shouldn't I? How rude of me. I, I Hi. How, how is everybody? How is everybody? Um, We're all uh, excited by this betting line that keeps going up. Might be 20 by the time the game kicks off. Holy really? smokes. I mean, it, 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 it. I guess it's a very good bet. So, I, I should put – I should tell – yeah, anyway, sorry. What's a good bet? Dolphins uh, minus 13 and a half? Uh, no, just I guess the Dolphins for the win. I don't know how much you have to place to put. put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to guess the money line. I'm going to guess it's going to cost you a lot of money to win very little. Yeah. You're going to risk a lot of money to win very little at, at that betting line. So um, my official prediction, by the way, is up mm-hmm. on alldolphins.com as part of the comprehensive preview of the game, which includes everything from 
uh, which I forgot to mention in the tw- Twitter teasing, includes series history, game facts, uh, scouting report on the Raiders, why the Dolphins will win, why the Dolphins will lose, what's actually going to happen, and the connections. I didn't realize that. There are tons of connections. The two Raiders coordinators right now are former Dolphin coaches. Patrick Graham on defense and their interim OC is Bo Hardegree. Do you remember the name, Omar? No, I don't. QB coach under Adam Gase. Okay. Okay, I know now I remember the game. And you can get all that information on alldolphins.com. You can also get my column on the next ride on the Eichenberg Express where he is completing the infinity ring of offensive line position starting at right guard and do you feel comfortable? I really 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 in theory like Liam Eikenberg as a person. I yes. really 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 I'm not a big fan of him as a player. And I, I really just hope that he turns the corner. And, you know, we, we've got a video up on alldolphins.com with him, and I put it up on Twitter as well, where he's just, you know, I, and I we talked about it earlier. He's just very transparent and open about whatever what the, the situation that he's in and how his career is going. And there's pressure. There's pressure being an early draft pick. There's pressure being a player that a team trades a future pick because they coveted you so much to acquire. There's pressure being a guy that they hope can be a stabilizing force for the offensive line. And, and then you become the weakest link. And I argue to you and to every media contingent um, when it comes to starters who will be on the field against the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, he is the weakest link. He is the player that I, I'm attacking. And uh, you know, I and and there's pressure that comes with that, and you have to be able to handle all of that mentally. And you know, earlier this week, uh, Jalen Phillips talked about the mental challenges that come with being in the NFL, and I've talked to him privately about it. And you know, and I, I told him I admire that you're open and honest about that because there's so many other young kids who will see this and who have gone through what you've gone through and who felt what you felt. And here you are, first round pick, a, a, a very productive NFL starter, a young player that everybody thinks is, is going to be a, a budding star. And here you say, I'm struggling with my confidence. I'm struggling keeping it all together. And me and Bradley are doing it and we're talking to one another and we're, you know, these things are tough, and everybody in the NFL has a very individualized story. I give you Lester Cotton's story, for example. Um, Lester Cotton's going to be starting at, at, at right left guard. This is his best opportunity he's ever had in the NFL. He's worked really hard to to get. He could tell you, I, be, I was out the NFL for ten months after the Oakland Raiders cuts, and he considers this a revenge game. But he also said that the Raiders deserve to cut me. I was battling a depression. I was eating and I couldn't stop eating and I ate my way out of the NFL. I didn't have the discipline. Um, And really I was in a deep, dark state of depression. My wife helped me get out of it. Um, And I got back into the NFL and he said, I found God and that really helped me. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for God. And this game is important to him from the standpoint of he's trying to prove that he's not the guy that he once was when he was with the Raiders. So this, he says that there are a lot of friends on this team and they, uh, on, on the Raiders team. And he said, there's a lot of enemies on the Raiders team as well. 
And so it is going to be very important. I'm putting this game on both guards because, you know, I know everybody thinks I'm offensive line. What, what, what you making that face for? What you making that face for? I am calling a timeout. I'm going to put you in timeout pretty soon, actually. Listen, I am calling a timeout. Tell me the unit that's under the most duress on this Dolphins team right at this minute. What unit because would that they be? Have, because they have some injuries. But they, the position. The on, on what the, position? Because they're two. The two what position? What position is the under the most position? Would you okay. make, would it make you happy? The offensive line. And because of those guards. Tell me where the, where the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders will attack Miami. Everywhere, the, you 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 actually think you actually think that Patrick Graham, the former Dolphin defensive coordinator, who sucks. Went, by the way, go ahead, rude. Who went to Yale? Still just, sucks. Doesn't make him smart. Can I make my point without you being rude at the guy all the time? Jesus, rude. I thought Patrick Graham was the worst defensive coordinator that I've ever covered. Now I understand he was. Well, you're yeah, you're younger than I am, so okay, I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> and then, and if you went to Yale. More, more, not necessarily. More than likely, you're pretty smart. Anyway, you actually think Patrick Graham is sitting there during the week prepping his game plan? Oh, look at that, Liam Eikenberg, Lester Cotton, guard. Okay, let's see. We're gonna move Max Crosby out of the comfort of what he does, which is lining up on the edge. Make sure yes. he gets inside so he can get matchups. Like he's not gonna get. Like they're not gonna provide help for Eikenberg or Cotton if they ever get matched up with Max Crosby. Come on, dude. Seriously, come on. I, I, I get the, the fascination and the passion for the offensive line play, but you're making it sound, you're making it sound like Eichenberg and Cotton because their backups are like basically D players on the team with A and B players. I mean, I think it's a little much. They're C players on teams with A and B players. C and maybe a D. There are other, there are other C players if you want to get them. It's not a, Name me another C player. I'm not gonna like discipline. Like, can we get to some questions here? Well, no, 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 no. We will, we will hash this out. Wow. I said to you that they are the unit, the players under the most duress in this game. You tell me who who is under more duress. Under duress, how about the the player, the defensive players in charge of making sure that Josh Jacobs doesn't run wild and help the Raiders control the clock. The players who are going to be assigned to cover Devontae Adams, if they're going to do zone again, whoever is going to be in his area at that on that particular play to make sure that Devontae Adams doesn't go crazy, even though it's not happening with a rookie quarterback. But can we just not pretend? How about whoever is blocking Max Crosby? How about Austin Jackson if he ever gets lined up? Because usually Max Crosby lines up on the left side of the defensive formation. I would hope and expect they're going to chip him, sometimes double him. But if he winds up with some one-on-one matchups, you don't think Austin Jackson is under a lot more duress than Lester Cotton or Liam Eikenberg? I Come do. On. I do. Okay. I do. So you, Austin, you just agreed with me then. Uh, uh, no, Austin Jackson is capable. Austin Jackson is proven. That that if, now, if you're suggesting by saying that, that Liam Eikenberg or Lester Cotton are not capable, then they shouldn't be on the roster. Uh, I, I mean, you're, uh, you're on your last guards, so... But if they're not capable, they shouldn't be on the roster. Can we address? Sorry okay, you act like there are other options. The Dolphins kick some tires on other options that you know. Maybe or maybe they feel that those guys are capable. 
or to it's the best that they got right now in this situation. To hold it, maybe they think they're capable to hold on the fourth until the guys come back. Okay, I want to, whether you want to or not, I want to talk some of these questions. I like this one here. You guys have to get Zach Thomas as a guest and and what's up, DeAndre, and ask him if you'd be interested in coaching. No, because I want to address this, coaching our linebackers. Zach Thomas would be great as a guest. Zach Thomas has zero interest in coaching. He wants to spend time with his with his wife and kids. The Dolphins have approached Zach Thomas about doing multiple things, including being part of the front office. Zach Thomas does not want to do anything except for be with his kids. He spent his entire career in the playing in the NFL, completely committed to that. And now he wants to be completely committed to his family and his children. And I could absolutely respect that. Maybe when they're grown and out the house, he'll consider doing other things. And Zach is, um, I love Zach. Um, and who doesn't? who doesn't, yeah, I love who doesn't? that. And, and, um, and I respect that and I support that. We like this one. Thank you. Pride 909. <laughs> to, to help find Omar and baby toys. They aren't cheap. I, I appreciate that. I, I do have my baby toys here. There you go. Five, $5 from, um, what store was this? Dollar Tree. Okay. Dollar Tree now sells things that aren't five dollars. That no, aren't a dollar. They need to change the name to the five dollar tree. No, no, but but this is my my daughter loves this doctor kit. She's also got a dentist kit, and oh my god, like she's she's ready to commit. She's ready to do surgery every single day. Yeah, sure, sure, Omar. My daughter really likes it. Sure, like you're not the one playing with it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I get my injections and I'm stuff like that. Mark, is Hard Knocks going to be at the game? Boy, yes. After, yeah. Mark, Mark. Hard Knocks is going to be everywhere. Every, yeah. Everywhere, every single day. I, I, I'm, I'm very, they're not very intrusive in the locker room, which is very interesting to me. No, that's a very, very good point. They, they kind of like stay in the background and. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not very intrusive in the locker room. Very quick question. Easy to, to, to answer here. Yes. Thurman Thomas had a cup of coffee in 2000, I want to say, with the Dolphins. Uh, this was after his long career and his long tormenting of the Dolphins for years and years and years and years. And he was used mostly as a pass-catching back by the Dolphins, and then he blew out a knee October, November, I want to say, and that was it. Never played in the NFL again. So. Andrew, Andrew, my man Andrew. <coughs> Brings up town and Omar Dolphins fans so lucky to have a daily podcast from insiders. Opens can keep Max Crosby quiet like they did to Chris Jones during the Casey game. That's a good point. They did keep Chris Jones very quiet. Am I right? You're right. Chris Jones didn't write the game. Um, Max Crosby, that that's Durham's mic. Got a chip, got a help. And uh, what, 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 oh my God, I, I love the can the Kansas City game was when you really broke down the film. Mm-hmm. Big Fanjo was in his bag in terms of the things that they did to Kelsey, like you know, the the Chubb and um, what's the young kid's name? Uh, Jalen Phillips, man, they were they were chip they were chipping him off the line and then. The safeties and linebackers would pick him up. I was like, man, this is just some really brilliant stuff. What what I've learned about Vic Fangio is he wants to take one thing away. Whatever that one thing is, maybe it's Jacoby Jacobs in this game. 
maybe I don't know if you're taking Devontae Adams, or maybe it is Devontae Adams and you let Jacoby. <coughs> Josh Jacobs, you all right there? Josh Jacobs. No, I'm not actually. Oh, it's this is this is a chest cold, which is very harsh. Um, that sucks. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. They who do you take away, Devontae Adams or Josh Jacobs? You got a rookie quarterback. Well, correct. I don't think I, I'm not anticipating Devontae Adams doing a lot of damage because you have a rookie quarterback. And if you look at his numbers, he had one monster game against Pittsburgh early on. That was with Garoppolo. Um, so you take Josh Jacobs out. There. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do too. Uh, Ohio John with a very, very good question. Thanks for the contribution. Would you be surprised if we got a moment in hard knocks where a coach chews out a player similar to the way Mike Sherman chewed up Michael Agnew? I would be shocked and floored. That don't happen in this organization. Correct. They don't dress down players publicly. Pri not even private. I don't even know if they do it privately. But yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe behind the scenes we'll see we'll see some of that. But I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would be floored because remember the Dolphins have some editorial control. I would be floored if the Dolphin organization, Mike McDaniel, Chris Greer, whoever. Let that out, a scene of a player being chewed up, dressed down like that. This is too funny. I did get my haircut. Look, there's practically nothing left. Do I what? I said, I thought you should have left more on the top. What are you, my stylist consultant now? I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay, well, it, it, thanks for the input. Do duly, the noted, duly noted and duly dismissed. Sorry, no offense. Did they take down the beard too? No, I did that myself. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you go to a barber that does the beard as well? Get you. Uh, because I, handle it, I can handle it unless you're telling me I look like crap. So. No, you're fine. You're okay, fine. thank you. I thought you liked my look, Omar. Come on, man. I did. I do. Okay, thank you. Nice look. Maybe okay. maybe take a look uh, just for men. Take a lay yeah, I can't do, I can't bring myself to doing that. I'm sure I'm sure the viewers are really excited. I mean, I, I'm saying still stay with the salt and pepper, but just give yourself a little bit more pepper. I can't I can't I can't bring myself to doing that. I really can't. This uh, is the way this is the way I look. Uh look, I'm getting older and what's gonna happen when you get older. So uh He'll stun, of course. It'd be dumb not to get aboard the express. God, you guys are so mean to Lee. By the way, I want to say this about Liam because you went on and on about kind of, I don't say dumping on him, but kind of dumping on him. I will give the man major, major props because he has been, first of all, his career is not off to this kind of start that he wants. I am sure he's aware that the media narrative around him is not necessarily positive. And yes, and yet he stands up and he talks. And he's not sugarcoating anything. He's not looking to make excuses. So for that, I mean, major hat tip to the dude, which right. makes me want to see him succeed even more than I would. I do too. I do too. I want to see him succeed. And I would like to point out that outside of the Baltimore game, he has not been bad at center. He Buffalo, he has, game. Buffalo game. They haven't played Baltimore yet. I'm sorry, Buffalo game. He has not been bad at center. He's been adequate at center and probably trending up. Um, now... And I think center might be his position. Center might be an ideal position for him. And hell, with Connor Williams and Robert Hunt and Austin Jackson as all impending free agents, all guys will probably be looking for 10 million a year salary. 
you're going to have to rebuild that off the mm-hmm. offensive line. Um, and Liam might have to end up being a starter somewhere, depending on what you could afford to re- retain. So I, I don't think this is, this is a, we're, we're going to pull the plug on Liam because clearly they're not pulling the plug on Liam. Um, they're really just looking at it from the standpoint of we need to develop him as a center until emergency situations force you in a guard. And now he gets to complete the infinity ring of offensive line spots. Uh, I, I had this for a second. I don't want to leave it on too long because I don't want to make put Todd in the crosshairs, but I mean, I guess you're a Raiders fan, Todd, or you're very pessimistic. Um, that would that would be quite the upset considering the line is uh, what the line is 13 and a half now up from that. So, Frank, thank you very much. It's went out for sure the rest of the year, guys. Yes. It's it looks that way. He had, he had, there has been no official declaration, but he, I, I wouldn't count on him coming back. I haven't, I haven't seen him around. It's true. Uh, um, if he comes back in December, maybe, but yeah, when we got indication of when it was like, he was, he's done. Mario, we thank you for your contribution, but we didn't have a question. Put a question, put a question on there, Mario. We thank you. Poop is Thurman Thomas, the best, the Dolphins' best free agent pickup ever. Not even not considering he do, what he did. No, and then two years later they picked up Chris Carter for the stretch, and he also didn't do anything remotely close to what he had done in his career. No, we've addressed this. The best the, again with free agent. It depends whether classify him as UFA or not. They had a, one of their offensive linemen from the seventies was a free agent i want to say jim langer and or bob kuchenberg who picked up as free agents went to the hall of fame so i think those guys would get the nod there uh brett grimes and i know you don't like to count it but i'm going with cam wake it was a street oh, I, sure um sure no i agree here's one for you omar i know you really you like to discuss this from dale finn why jeff wilson isn't being used is very concerning. Um, I am also very concerned about that. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I also know that this team really gives guys opportunities based on how they perform in practice. And maybe Jeff Wilson isn't at the point where he's really impressing the coaches in practice so far. Uh, Jeff Wilson has seven attempts for 29 yards, 4.1 yards per carry average. Um, uh, it, it, I think he can do more. I think this is a game where they need him to do more. Um, man, I'm very curious about Raheem Mostert and what he's going to look like in this game because he did not look good in practice. And um, that's going to be a very interesting situation to see what happens there. Uh, and I think you're going to have to ride Devon and you're going to have to ride Jeff Wilson uh, for this for this game, if not the next couple of games. So hopefully that's that's what's going to carry the running game. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely very intrigued by what happens with Jeff Wilson. We've got a first and 10 with Jeff Wilson, which I'm going to encourage Alan Poupard to put up uh, today after we finish. I make no promises. Remember, I have my, I, oh, have, I have some, some Christmas decorating to do. It's that time of the holiday season start. I will do my best. Plus I have a, no guitar practice today? Uh, no, she practiced last night. Plus, I have other stories that I have to put up on alldolphins.com where you can read them for free. Uh, but I will do my best. I will try to squeeze it in. 
Yeah, I think that that because I think he's going to be a, a big component of the Raiders game, especially if you're up and you need to finish out the game with the four minute offense. Um, I'm not I'm not using Devon A. Chain for the four minute offense, and I'm definitely not using Raheem Mostert for the four minute offense. Um, we, that that to me is the perfect opportunity for Jeff Wilson to grind out the game. That's a good point. Uh, our friend Mario here has has this question. Go ahead, Omar, read it. As I, uh, there was another question asking about whether the Dolphins have more injuries than other teams, and I'm looking up at the final injury report throughout the league yesterday. While okay. I do that, go ahead and address that. Just want to thank Omar and Allen for their great insight and honest opinions. You, you make a great team. What is your projected win-loss record for the Finns for the remaining games? I have 12 as my ultimate goal. And with 12, I think that that gets you the AFC Conference Champion, uh, AFC East division, and gives you home field advantage at every round with the exception of the championship game. And I think you then you'd have to Kansas City have to make their way through and you'd have to beat Kansas City in Kansas City. I don't see any reason why the Kansas City Chiefs don't get to 13. I think if you got 12, that makes you the number two seed, gives you home field advantage uh, in, in, in the first first round. So everybody's got to come through you and then you got to take care of business against Kansas City. That's the way I see it. 12 is the magic number. If you get to 11. I think you're 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 pretty much in trouble. Um, now it doesn't hurt that Cincinnati lost their starting quarterback. Okay, we don't have to worry. We, we kind of shouldn't have to worry about them. However, uh, I, I look at the Ravens. Even though they lost their starting tight end, still a very dangerous team, physical team. They're going to punch you in the mouth. We have acknowledged that the Dolphins are a finesse team, correct? And Finesse teams do not handle themselves well against physical teams. It's, it just is what it is. Um, you have to get them at home. Um, who else am I worried about in the AFC? I, I, don't, I know, I know you're going you're gonna to skip Jacksonville because of the way they got spanked by the 49ers at home last week. However, if you look, if you're going to play, we're going to play the schedule game, and I know you're playing the schedule game, but Jacksonville – also has shown earlier this year they can be a good team when they're on their game and their schedule, which was not difficult to begin with, got a little bit easier because now they don't have to worry about Joe Burrow when they play the Bengals. And that 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 injury also hurts the Dolphins in a way because Cincinnati plays at Kansas City later in the year and the Bengals have shown they can win at KC, but they're not winning at KC with Jake Browning as a quarterback. No offense to Jake Browning. Um, anybody else you're worried about in the AFC playoffs wise? No, I would be worried about Pittsburgh if they had an offense, a semblance of an offense. Or um can I throw one that's good? I'm and I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna give me the look, you're gonna you're gonna raise your eyes, roll your eyes, do everything. If the Browns get any semblance of quarterback play, if they want I like to- I like that quarterback. I, I- I believe he was on my man crush list. I like that quarterback. Ooh, PJ Walker? The Browns? Yes. Dor- aren't they starting Dorian? Oh, Dorian Tom, you mean the rookie? Yeah. Well, he, okay, the rookie who 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 wound up who was playing so well in the preseason 
that the the Browns in their infinite wisdom not decided to trade away Joshua Dobbs, who could be starting right now after Deshaun Watson went out on a team that's got I, I, a, a I like their quarterback. Defense. I didn't I you know I like Joshua Dobbs, but I was like, good move for them. Their quarterback, I wouldn't I would invest in that quarterback. I would absolutely invest in that quarterback. I I I believe he's on my man crush list. Like I watched his film and I was like, man, this kid is impressive. Okay, well. If they, like I said, if they get any kind of of, because that team has everything, they got a stud wide receiver with Amari Cooper. They have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and that defense is good. And Jerome Ford, even though they lost Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford's done a really good job for them at running back. Okay, let, let's move on to answer your question here, Rod. Uh, I did look in terms of volume. The Dolphins have seven players who have a game status designation this week. That, from what I could see real quickly, that matches for most in the NFL along with the New York Jets. Where the Dolphins have been very fortunate is they have not had the catastrophic injury, as we just talked about, Joe Burrow, Mark Andrews, Nick Chubb, Aaron Rodgers, the three Buffalo defensive players. Uh, so they've been lucky in that sense. Uh, whoa, I'm sorry. Whoa, no, no, no. Is it that W West Palm Beach exposure, Montreal? Oh, color, come on, man. You obviously don't know me. Born and raised in Montreal. So yes, it's Montreal Expos. I had to go there. They often answered at Montreal Expos. Yes. Uh, James, thank you. Anything on Brandon Shelley out there somewhere? Love you guys and appreciate you. Brandon Shell retired after signing with the Buffalo Bills in August, I want to say, and it wasn't long. He signed with the Bills, and then it was like, man, no, I'm done. In your time covering the Dolphins, what player was the toughest to interview following a tough loss? You go first, Poopart. Hmm. Um, here's again, I'm going to go further back than you did. I remember the Marx brothers were not necessarily easy. Uh after a tough loss, Zach was was tough because Zach was took losses. I mean, to his soul. Yeah. Um, and it was almost like you almost felt the need to like, okay, Zach, you got another game next week. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so that was tough in that sense. Um, I think those are the guys that maybe jump out at me. Uh, I I I liked. Jason Taylor's approach. Jason Taylor liked to sit there and listen to everybody else do their interview and then do his last so he could gather his thoughts and, and know what to say and and kind of put a, a, a context to to the loss. Um, what I didn't like were guys where losses would just roll off their back and they just... Mm, and, and there, there's so many guys like that where I always, I always looked at it as like, okay, you're not invested because if, a, if, if a loss doesn't hurt you, 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 you really, you're really not invested in, in the process. And so those are the guys that really stand out to me. Um, the, the guys that are just there collecting a paycheck. Or guys, or guys who bail if, if they were on the wrong end of the bad play. And for that, I'm, I want I want to point this out. There was a play out. If you remember Jameel Douglas, the fourth round pick on offensive lineman from Arizona State, mm -hmm. there was a play, and I don't remember what it was, but it was clearly 
he was kind of at, at the center of a play that wound up costing the Dolphins a win. And he was a rook. And this was one of those occasions where I, I like went into the locker room and I wouldn't be surprised if he bailed. And I don't like it, but I halfway expected. And he stood there and he answered every question. And I was like, you know, major hat tip for, for doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't know where the 503 is. Welcome. Uh, our, our man here, or, or lady, don't know, Pride909, last donation to the legit question. What are the actual expectation, expectations of A-Chan return coming off injury? I can promise you he will not average 12.1 yards per carry. But my expectation is six yards per carry. I, I, he, he's looked good this week. He's fresh. Um, we have not been able to talk to him because the Dolphins have a very stupid rule where guys who are not activated on the team or guys who are not practicing, we cannot talk to, which is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's not NFL rule. Um, it's just their team rule. Yeah, I said it. Um, so A-Chan has looked at us all week in the locker room like, why are you guys not talking to me? And and we're like, because we can't. We These can. are the rules. Um, but he's he's fine. He's healthy. He's ready to go. And And I think that all those plays that Mike McDaniel has drawn up and thought up and created for the last four weeks with, with the hope and anticipation that HN was going to come back. Well, here they are. I got to put this one up. That's funny. Poop got a haircut and didn't take inspiration from two. <laughs> you could have braided it. You could have. It was long. Actually, enough. I was going to go. The, actually, I asked for the Omar look, and they told me I couldn't do it. My hair wasn't long enough. So <laughs> <coughs> This is like 20 years of hair, brother. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Long. Yeah. No, I got to stick with the very simple. It grows, you cut it. It grows, you cut it. It grows, you cut it. Yeah. But that was funny. Thank you, Dion. Thanks for the good laugh. What do we got here? Chris, thank you very much. Do you think that this stretch of games will be especially beneficial for the defense continuing to grow and play in Fangio's system? Chris, you obviously did not read my story on alldolphins.com about the game. Chris. Bad Chris. Same. Bad Chris. Let, oh, oh, damn. Oh, hold on. Let me hide it so we can see. There you go. Right there, Chris. Go ahead, right. Mark. No, that's the wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> there you go, Chris. Yes. Um, but I'll give you I'll give you the nutshell version here. That that defense has been growing for a month. It's been coming, and the it, the storm is a brewing, and the full blown hurricane is coming. How's that for an analogy? It it it, it I I wrote two three weeks ago. My apology to Vic Fangio. I didn't believe in you and your old man ways and your stubbornness. And hey, it works. It's 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 the scheme works. Now they like to get some turnovers. That's the next thing. Um, you could also find a story on alldolphins.com where um, Jalen Ramsey basically admitted that I am not myself right now. I don't feel like myself right now. I feel like 70% of myself, but this is a training camp process and I will get better as the season progresses. He says it's not an ailment or injury. It's just I'm not comfortable yet. And But he will get comfortable. And Xavier Howard is playing on that growing injury practice, full participant, but it's still an issue. He's going to progressively get better and hopefully he doesn't regress. So, but it's coming. Yep. Uh, V21, any word on Chris Brooks? Yeah, don't hold your breath. He's coming back. That's the word on Chris Brooks. He's walking. He's fine. He looks healthy. Um, but 
they 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 need they got two spots for designated guys to return. I don't know if they could use one on Chris Brooks at this present moment. If if anything, you're holding out one spot for Isaiah Wynn if that's a possibility. And then you probably got to save one till December just in case something happens to two. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's that look for? Again, if it's not a season-ending injury, they don't have to put him on IR. You can go with 52 on the active roster. That's I'm just saying, you hold one. You hold one. And here's the thing, too, is with all due respect to Chris Brooks, who uh, who I've, I've liked from the start, how many how many meaningful carries has he gotten in the season? And now that HN is back, Jeff Wilson, Savan Ahmed, Raheem Mostert, he's not really needed. Uh, so I think he's probably more needed on special teams than he is on uh, on defense. Correct, and he's not a core guy on special teams. So yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? What here we go? What? Uh, Having the, the Dolphins beaten the Ravens twice during the tour era, yeah. Uh, if you think if you think this Baltimore team is the same team the Dolphins faced in Week Two last year, I got news for you, it's not the same team. Um, but that that's not to say that's not to say the Dolphins can't defeat the Ravens. Yeah, they can. But again, it's not the same team the Dolphins saw in Week Two. That defense was ass excuse my language it's no longer us it's one of the best defenses in the nfl so oh i got max from montreal here of course we're in montreal. Yeah. you just took away my question but it's okay oh sorry i'm sorry dude no that's okay that's all right oh here we go with this week's injuries in the nfl which players the fins could not afford to lose to our tyreek i think this answer is the mvp questions for the fins i know who you're gonna say they're not the same team with either one of them. I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, Max. That's the most you're going to get from me on this, on this morning. Tua. Of course you're going to say. Of course. Tua is the guy that makes the stirs the straw. The, I mean, I, the Dolphins will win games without Tyreek. I'm not sure they will win games without Tua. No offense to Mike White. And I'm not. I'm not. I I have said and written a ton. Just let it go. Correct, let which, it is go. Why, which is why I'm not touching it, Max. And you want to DM me, Max? I will tell you everything I want to. You want to hear? I'm not doing it now. I don't. I, I, I'm not in the mood to deal with the backlash. Yeah, he's he'd like a peaceful Saturday. Okay, exactly. Um, two and on. Because nobody wants to hear it anyway. So. Yeah. Two or two or by far. Nobody wants to hear it anyway. So I'll go ahead and say that. Is Raheem hurt? Yes, Raheem is hurt. Um, he is. He's hurt. Um, he's on the injury report. He's hurt. Um, he's, he's got no game status designation, which indicates he's playing. Yes, but, but right. he's not. Yeah, he doesn't look a hundred percent. I agree with Omar. Let's acknowledge Kian 
other fellow fellow Canadian. Thank you. Thank you for your Canadian bucks, Kian. Canadian American, so same difference. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, nice. I like this one here. Victor, Mike Sherman comes to my restaurant all the time, and darn the stories he shared about that hard knock experience. Hard knocks experience. Victor, dish, dish. Stories. I know. Dish. Put it in the comments. Um, Either that, Victor, or DM me or Omar, and let us know. Can't hold out like that. Yeah. Why does Omar hate all American cheeseburgers? Um, because I don't like cheese. So no, no offense to cheeseburgers. I don't like any cheese except for mozzarella. And really, that's just because of pizza. And I'm like, not liking cheese could be a problem when it comes to cheeseburgers. Yeah. John, thank you. Where is Julian Hill in his development? Tight end of the future. I don't know if I go, if I'm ready to say that. Decent, solid, reliable contributor, special teams player. Done a good job for an undrafted rookie from Campbell. Campbell, yes. Only only NFL player from Campbell. Props to him because he deserved he deserves everything. No, I agree. Cap, that's funny. Cap for life and everything's in all caps. That's funny. That's funny. Does he get the bag? He's gonna get a bag. Will can get the bag. He's going to get a bag from somebody. Um, I think he's gonna get franchise tagged by the Dolphins, and then we'll see where that goes and that leads. Um, Christian is going to get a bag. Christian is probably going to be a right now, based on what he's doing, probably, probably a $20 million a year player and props to him for doing that. $20 million, probably $60 million guaranteed. He's going to get a bag. The question is, who's it going to, who's he going to get it from? And he wants to be here. He wants to be a dolphin. Um, will they make him a priority? And I, I have a hard time believing that they won't make him a priority. Um, but I do they believe they will not. They will. You have a hard time believing that they will. That they won't. That they won't. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, there's a long list of players who need the money. No, correct. But he also he's a leader. He embodies kind of what they want. And to his credit, he has taken his game up a notch when it comes to the pass rushing department. And it's not just sacks. I mean, you feel him. He affects the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Regular basis. having as every year, and this is one thing: every year Christian Wilkins has improved every single season, and that's hard to do in the NFL. And props should be put on that. And you know, I, I was a skeptic and didn't think that you could be a sack pressure creator. Um, you shut me up and proven me wrong. And brother, get your bag. Get your get your get your bag one way or the other. I have always been in support of players basically securing their financial future. Um, th- this this game is 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 not promised to anybody. Um, and Christian, I want I want to make sure that you get your bag. I want I, you de- you deserve that. Damn. Whoa! Personal message. There you go. No, I mean. Literally, I, I, I spent the offseason saying, yeah, I'm not resigning Christian because I don't have any proof that you can play in this scheme. I, I don't have any proof that you are a $20 million a year player. I, like, you're a run stuffer. I don't pay $20 million for a run stuffer. Correct, but the, 
Omar, but there's a difference. You were never advocating not re-signing him. You were advocating not re-signing him at that money until he proved he could rush the passer more effectively than he had, which is basically where I stood as well. And yeah. we both we both can acknowledge and clearly see that yeah, he's he's taking the taking that up like big time. Yeah, I mean he might finish with eight sacks a season and yep. you're gonna get paid. Major props. Yeah, that's yeah, and, that's and you don't Christian is you don't have to worry about him getting a bag and then taking his foot off the gas. That's not Christian. That's not who he is. That's not how he's made. No. no. Um, so props to him. Get your bag, brother. Get your bag. No, I and I, I would make the argument right now. He's entered, he maybe has entered the conversation as a top five DT in the league. I think Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, and Jeffrey Simmons are the guys who immediately come to mind as DTs outside of that. What Quinnen Williams is excellent. Dexter Lawrence is a hell of a player, but I think Christian is in that conversation. San Francisco's um, Eric Armstead, the other one um, that they got from the Eagles, Javon Hargrave. Yeah, uh, I think Wilkins is in that category. Let's tackle Mike's question How is the field at Hard Rock after all the rain? Uh, Omar is going to get a close-up look because he's going to to the UM game at noon. The the Canes are about to tear up the field, so it'll be interesting to see what the field looks like. I always hate those games where you have back-to-back home games, but it is what it is. It's it's a track meet, and and honestly, and I don't think this is something the Dolphin fans realize and know, but um, they Dolphins used to have sod issues in terms of being able to get the best quality sod. Um, Steve Ross was like you know what? I don't like the fact that I have to be on this waiting list for the best quality sod. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy the sod company. And that puts me at the very top of the lists. So right now, Stephen Ross, just because he didn't want to bleeping wait in line for the best quality sod, he said, let me get the whole damn company so that I can be first in line. And now he sells sod to every sporting team. That's who your owner is. Like, seriously, put that in perspective. That is who your owner is as, as Miami Dolphins franchise. Yeah. Nobody nobody really knows that story, but it's the truth. And say what you want about him. Never been afraid to spend money to get himself a winner. Yeah. Never. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, he was like, I got sod issues. Why do I have sod issues? I got sod issues because I have to be in a waiting line for the sod. And then they give me bad quality sod when it, when it comes to it. Well, you know what? I'm going to buy the damn company and I'm going to make sure that I get the best quality sod. And I am not on a waiting list. Exactly. The man bought the company. Mm -hmm. No, any concern? Thank you very much. No concerns with this offense. When the bad weather game starts, they don't have any bad weather games other than Baltimore for their last five are at home which is when we talk about getting home field advantage in the playoffs. Washington, so Washington might be a bad weather game. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Damn, that's two times I've corrected. Damn. That is like, you slipped. You know why? What, you, you know what happened? Because I, I don't have as much hair. That's where the, the information like, is. What is going on here? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what New York's looking like from the next Oh, yeah, New York, too. New York, too. Hmm. Uh, any concerns with this often in the bad weather game start? To a certain degree, again, because it's a finesse offense, which operates best. In, don't roll your eyes at me. You you admit you gave me that one. You admitted, I admitted it. it. I did admit it. I did admit it. 
I did admit it. I fought it for a while, but I did admit it. It does not travel well. Correct. Power running games and defense travel. So, um, But this is why, Noel, we keep talking, harping on the importance of getting as many home games in the playoffs as possible. And even if they wind up with a number two seed, maybe somebody does them a favor and knocks off Kansas City in the first round. It would be – I don't believe there's a rule somewhere – or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a rule somewhere that Kansas City has to be in the AFC Championship game. Because personally, from a purely – They don't look unbeatable. No. And then if from a football fan standpoint, I am sick of either – I'm sick of the Chiefs right now like I was of New England before that. And I, I threw out this piece of trivia before, and I'm going to do it again. The last time there was an AFC Championship game without the Patriots or the Chiefs was two – 2010. I mean, are we kidding with this? Anyway, uh, that's my little mini rant here. I'm like, why? Why have I got to bring up Jordan Phillips? What, 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 what happened? Like, <laughs> you love Jordan Phillips. Like, and listen, it is what it is. I, I, I have no shame about anything that happened regarding Jordan, the Jordan Phillips era. He was such a tease. My God, what a tease. He'd make a couple plays. Do you remember that play? 2016 opener against Seattle. Literally bust through the line of scrimmage. It basically takes the handoff from Russell Wilson to, I don't know if it was Marshawn Lynch or whatever. Basically gets in there as the handoff's being done. Forces a fumble, they recover. And then you look at him and look, why do those plays happen once every three years with this guy? Oh, my God. I, I, I'll tell this story now because it's, I've told this story many times before. Like I was on radio uh, in an interview. Um, it was after a practice that Jordan Phillips just loafed and didn't like, like was just going through the motions. And I was just like, and I said that, and I was like, this guy don't want to, this guy doesn't want to be as good as he potentially can be. And he's, out, you know, he's out there just cashing a check and he took, got wind of it, got mad, got angry Came out the next day, absolutely friggin' dominated practice, like 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 owned the day, like like how Christian Wilkins would wreck practice, like just wrecked the day. the whole day's worth of practice. Three coaches thanked me for actually saying what I said because it was the truth, including Adam Gase. And Jordan Phillips wants to fight me after practice, which is like, okay, yeah, a three hundred pound man, like. Like, he made. I was actually on the wall as he walked right next to you, and he kind of said something sideways to you, and I couldn't exactly make out what it was. Like I can't. It was like, yeah, it was, like, you want to fight me? Like I'm like, no, it was more. Like, like, I want to fight like, a 340 pound man. Yeah, it was more like, like stick this where the sun don't shine or something. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and he got cut later on in the season for loafing and being himself and he's ultimately i say this all the time he is the ultimate winner because he's probably made 20 to 30 million dollars in his career as a tease and as a guy who like on and off switch he's in perfect situation with with the buffalo bills where he doesn't have to go in there and hold down the defense he just comes in there does his 20 snaps kills it for 20 snaps and then goes about his business. He, that's what he is. And I, I said this, I said this this week in the media room, I was like, he would be a perfect fit for the scheme. 
it like he would really, really be a help and, and an addition to this scheme. But, you know, the, the bridge is burned over here because they know who he is. Yeah, but how many people are left from I mean, Chris Greer is obviously left from from the time Jordan departed. Um, I mean, but they know who he is. Everybody in the NFL knows who he is. No, correct. But again, that 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 talent is so tantalizing that even though they know, let let's just say you hear the expression "the motor always runs." The motor doesn't always run with Jordan, uh, but he keeps getting jobs because again, he, he just teases you with that that ability every once in a while. Uh, JFG 52, you think the loss of Andrews for the Ravens will make a difference? Yeah, that, that's the guy. That was – that's Lamar Jackson's security valve. I mean, right there, security blanket. Um, and this is a guy – I mean, he's losing pieces. He lost his lead running back, J.K. Dobbins, like early in the season, although now they got this rookie, Keaton Mitchell, who's like, man uh, – He's not Devon Achan, but he gave me Devon Achan vibes with the run vibes vibes with the run he had Thursday night, where he just made like a quick cut to the outside, and it was like, man, seen that before. What else we got here? Uh, I'll, I'll take this one. Go ahead. Uh, uh, do current players ever give you inside information? If so, how do you build those relationships? You build them with trust. That's and people got to know that they can trust you, and people got to know that the thing I, I I found out I found out a lot of stuff. Doesn't mean I always say it. Um, don't always report it. Um, it. It's just institutional knowledge, and you get you guys get a lot of those stories after the fact here on 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 this on this platform when you know the the statute of limitations have expired. But yeah. <laughs> I think that's the value to being in the locker room. And even though the Dolphins have media relations crew that follows you around everywhere that you go and listens to every single conversation. And, you know, there, there are times where, you know, and the funny thing is, and I say this all the time, like the people that I actually talk to and get information from, I don't talk to in the locker room. Like that's because People assume that this is where I'm just because I talk to you doesn't mean that that's where I'm getting my information from. But anyway, let's no, and, and that's a new phenomenon. The, the the media relations hovering to like kind of kind of like leaning a little bit to hear the conversation. That's uh, it's unhealthy. Four four or five years ago, yeah. Well, that that it's become more and more and more and more and more about controlling the message. So. Yeah, control, and it's unhealthy, and I don't like it from the standpoint. If we're in the locker room for forty-five minutes, and I'm developing relationships and having conversations, um, if I'm having those conversations, do you think? Do you think if I'm having a private conversation, do you think that that person who's having a conversation with me feels comfortable with you standing around listening to that conversation? Nope. Like, like, come on, man. Half, and they've gotten better. Cause that's the way I, 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 that's the way I work. I just have conversations. I'm not sitting there interviewing you unless we're doing a first and 10 or unless if I, if I'm interviewing you, you know, I'm interviewing you. If I'm just having a conversation, like you don't need to be around. Well, anyway. No, correct. And, and, well, you know, but they'll, they will be anyway. Uh, and, and there's this always, this goes back also beforehand. It was like when you were like shooting the breeze with a player, what's fair game and what's not. Well, to me, it was always, 
if the recorder's out, yeah. you're on the record. If the recorder's not out, you can assume that what you're telling me is not showing up anywhere. I mean, it comes down to trust and relationships. And right. guys that I talk to, um, those are those are built in established relationships because they know that I'm I, I don't mean harm. And anyway, I don't want to. Yeah, okay. We got it. Um this question up before Dolphins Uncensored. Thank you. We kind of address this, but the injuries to Burrow and Watson boost defense chances at the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Listen, Absolutely. there are going to be more injuries. There are going to be injuries this week. Right. There are going to be injuries up until December. I mean, the NFL is a survivor's league, and you just hope it's not you. Like, you hope it's not Teron Armstead, and you hope it's not Jalen Waddell or, or um, Tyreek Hill or – just hope it's not you. And and Mike McDaniel has done a phenomenal job of trying to ensure that his guys make it to elimination games. And earlier in the season, it was kind of like, ah, well, what is this about? And ultimately, it's about the bigger picture. And they know they've got a Super Bowl contending team. Despite what you want to say about their losses to the Chiefs or the Eagles or the Bills, they know they got a Super Bowl contending team, and they know they got to be peaking at the right time. And to be peaking at the right time, you need healthy players. And and but yeah, but I, and since I saw in the comments that yesterday there were some of you who were kind of tired of talking about injuries and all that. It's part of life in the NFL. And to Omar's point, there are certain things that will happen no matter what you do. But don't don't aggravate the situation by putting back a player, rushing a player back before he's completely ready to go, where the chance of aggravation is there. So this and, is a good that's the exact reason why Robert Hunt will not be playing. There you go. St. Eddie, as a journalist, how do you think Clarissa Thompson fares after the recent revelations about her sideline cover? Um, it, it was it was bad, but I don't think anything's gonna happen. First of all, she was she was hosting the Amazon Prime game on Thursday night. After this came out, I don't think it's going to make a difference whatsoever. It's just, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. Um, nobody really cares about what sideline reporters say. And the bottom line is, she's a white woman. She'll be protected. If this was anybody else. Wow. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. I'm not... Here's here's my bottom line. That. Say what? I said you're not touching that. But like even even the out 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 kick, like they're defending her. Like really? Like how do you defend this? Yeah, that, yeah that's an entirely different conversation. That, I, like, I, will, I will say this: I will not address your point, uh, but you may not be wrong. I, and I will say this about sideline reporters: those coaches' conversations or what the coach said coming out of halftime. Oh my God, really? Is there any – no offense. Is there any value to that? We have to tackle better. We have to limit the turnovers. No – I'm going to say it because no shit, Sherlock. Uh, to me, the value of a sideline reporter is an injury update. If there's something that happened on the sideline that we don't get to see, that's the value. Conversations Tell that are being had in, in inside. I, you should be able to listen to every line coach and every uh, you know every position coach, and, and you should be able to tell what's going on on, on the sideline. I mean, yeah, part of the part of the value for me actually being at the game, I spend a good 20 percent of my time watching the sidelines with binoculars to see what's going on. Um, and, and there's there's value to that, you know. But, but teams will fight back on that. 
the, you, when you know teams teams will not want to have dirty laundry if if there's bro this is a this is a game where there's money i understand that but if you don't think that the teams would push back if you start if there's if there's nasty stuff where they got too close and hurt specifics i, I think you're crazy i think I, absolutely they would they would bite back against that but they're Again, digs, digs and 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 Josh Allen going at it on the sideline. You know what? A sideline reporter's responsibility—they caught it on camera. A sideline reporter's responsibility to tell you what's going on. Oh, I agree, but and 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 my point is though, if they get too close to hear specifics of what's said, they're going to get pushback. But my my whole point on this is, if the sideline reporters, if all the sideline reporters going to do is say what the coach said after halftime, to me, they could disappear tomorrow and would make zero difference. I have to acknowledge Don Shula here. Thank you very much, Don Shula. I mean, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and in fact, I hope you saw since judging by your. And Eddie, when you come to Miami, brother, if you don't holler at me, tell me the exact dates you come to Miami so we can hang out. I'm going to be mad at you. Don't be sneaking in towns telling me you're here for Halloween and come to the party and like, bro, I got, I got kids. I got a plan. Like, Eddie, you know I miss you, bro. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to point out that judging by what do you call those? The, the, the avatar, your name, Don Shula 73. Uh, this week on alldolphins.com, I commemorated the 30th anniversary of Don Shula's record setting victory against the Eagles on November 14th. And this fine gentleman or lady asking us a question can you di discuss dolphin use of analytics? <laughs> you go ahead. They like it. <laughs> yeah, they How's like that? it. They like it. And Mike McDaniels really likes sports science. So I think he's more sports science first, analytics second. They're a big fan of analytics. Even this week, um, Vic Fangio talked about, you know, I like analytics, but the analytics has to match the film. You just can't tell me such and such and such and not be able to back it up with some film. So um, they're, they're a very big analytics team. Steve Ross became really heavily obsessed with sports science and analytics, which is basically how Mike Tannenbaum snaked. Um, what, what's what's that other GM's name? Dennis Hickey for the job, for the G, for the top executive. What what? I mean, you, you did I tell a lie? Snaked, bro. Did he not snake him? Answer the question. Mike Tannenbaum was hired as a consultant to do analytics and sports science to lead those to, to sort of usher in those divisions that Steve Ross realized Dennis Hickey had no idea, no interest and couldn't do it. And then he said, oh, I'm gonna, just going to put Mike Tannenbaum ahead of you after hiring him as a consultant, even though I wouldn't interview him for that for, for the GM job. That's not a snake job. Well, <laughs> How is that on Tannenbaum? And also Tannenbaum, it's not on Tannenbaum, but bro, you came in as a and well, but that's not that's not his for you because the word snaking somebody kind of implies he did him dirty. And the other thing also you didn't is do it, you didn't do Mike Tannenbaum. Answer this question, yes right. or no. I'm putting you on the stand. Mike Tannenbaum did not do Dennis Hickey dirty. No, bro, he fired him after what a year. Took took all his power, fired him. Come on, man. He was giving the, you can, we can get into semantics, but Tannenbaum was the VP. He was executive huh? VP. Yeah, after he, bro, he just took his job. 
Did he or did he not? Oh, kind of, sort of. If somebody comes in and takes my takes your job, didn't they snake you? Yeah, but ultimately he's not the one who's made the hire. <laughs> Am I wrong? He's not the one who made the hire. Commenters, did Tannenbaum snake and is hickey? Okay, let's go to this one. Blaze Mundo, Wilkins is fullback pushing in gold for a tush push play. I, I they got to play their sprints. They're not yeah. don't hold don't hold your breath. Um, yeah. I would love to see Wilkins as fullback though. It's an interesting thought, and Ingles has got to have, has had injury issues for quite a while, actually. So, yeah. All right, Omar, this one's yours, Kevin. Thank you. Jesus loves you. I love you guys. This podcast is awesome. Contrary to popular belief, I believe Jerome Baker will resign with us. Um, his ability to stay healthy is elite. Uh, it will be a bit long junior. Con- it will be like a long junior contract. I don't disagree with you. I, I don't necessarily know if Jerome is ready to uproot his family and his life. Um, I w- was having that conversation. It'll probably have to be like a Jerome, uh, like a, a David Long junior contract. We'll see. I mean, we we'll, we will see. Everything is everything is open. Yeah, but here's here's the point that needs to be made: is technically you're not re-signing Jerome Baker. He's under contract. So basically, dude, he is under contract. What you and I—oh, he's going to be waived. And correct. You... It's, it's well, no, he's going to be asked to restructure. So the question is, and and at a lower price. Do we not agree on this? I think he'll be asked to restructure, ask for his release, test the market, and then potentially resign. I think that you the the la- I think you want to test the market. If you're Jerome, you want to you need to know what's available and what's out there. So that requires me to be waived. And maybe they can sh- sh- try to ship him and sh- shop him and you, you you just don't know. I mean, well, let's worry. Listen, this is a se- we got the second half of the season. I know I'm I, I talk about the capocalypse. <laughs> wow, oh, Mr. Mr. Capocalypse all of a sudden says, "No, nope, let's worry about the 2023 season." Oh, Omar, let me let me address this cuz agree or disagree. The first step is going to be the Dolphins are going to are going to have to we're going to make a move with Baker because his cap number for next year is too high and none of the the, the salaries guaranteed. So the, and do you not think that the first step is going to be Jerome? Can we talk about a, a restructure at a pay cut? And this is where Jerome and his agent are going to either say, "What kind of figure do you have in mind?" Or they're going to say, "Say." No, no, thank you. We're good. We're going to test the market, and then we'll come back to you. If they'll we don't they'll hear what the figure is, and they'll right. and they'll figure out whether or not they can get it from from the street, and whether or not Jerome wants to, you know, Florida state taxes. I'm not out. I don't rule it out that Jerome will return. I also don't rule it out that Xavier Howard will return. But they got to know what their options are, and you got to be on the street to know what your options are. So um, that that's where we are with that, and and. I, I, I support both coming back. I support both exploring what their options are. Your your time in the NFL is not for long, and you got to make the most money that you potentially make. That that's fair. But my, my thing is is I would be very very surprised if Jerome came back at his existing contract. I think he's the the first step is going to be a restructure, or he's going to be flat out released. Let let me address this, Omar. Do you regret calling to a weirdo last year? I regret using the weird the word weirdo. But two is unique and different, and he doesn't 
pretend to not be unique and different. So weirdo is just a, a disrespectful way of, of, of using or explaining tools unique. He just is. He's not, he's not, he's not like anybody in the NFL. He's not like anybody you will ever know. He's unique. And his teammates like his uniqueness. They tease him about his uniqueness. It is what it is. And yes, I apologize for calling him a weirdo. He's not a weirdo. He's unique and different. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think most Dolphin fans have realized he's unique and different. Have they not? No, uh, yeah, I agree. No, he may. I I think he's coming into his own. Well, so. dude, he's he's getting older. I mean, he's. Um, I I saw somewhere. Uh, yeah, I saw somewhere, and I'm not going to name names. That's suggesting that it, the new corner was a sign of like like next level confidence and all that. And then my thought was like, what the hell does that have to do with, with football? It doesn't. Um, he's just being it. He's just, he's just trying to be himself. And this is what he wants to do, bro. And let, let him be. But that, correct. But that, that's to me, that's a strictly off the field type of thing. And I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's different and, and he is unique, but I don't know how different he's been than a lot of different quarterbacks the past couple of years, because again, he has attained a new level of confidence, which is what Mike McDaniel more than anything else did for him. Where, where you see him a lot more self-assured, a lot more confident, a lot more relaxed seems to me when he's talking with us. Am I right? Okay. Um, I think he's always been confident. I've probably always not been relaxed, but yeah, it's, Listen, two is unique. And he I, I love I've always wanted to ask him, you know, what is it like to like represent and be probably the represent an entire culture of people and them look to you as like their hero. And like he's the second most popular Polynesian behind the rock. Like, what the heck is that like? Like he's a cult hero. So and he is himself and he knows who he is. And I like that. I respect that. Um, uh, I, go ahead. Tua has transformed from sp soft spoken to podium taker. He's always been, he's always taken a podium and done well. So I don't like that. You know, he's, he's a podium taker because he, because he has to do it. It comes as part of being playing quarterback in the NFL. He, and he's never been soft spoken ever, ever. He's never been soft spoken. But the opposite of soft spoken is being some boisterous. He's not boisterous. He's, he's very, not. he's very, he's, he's very polite. He's very, he's himself. Correct. But he, he, to me, to me, he's always been himself, except that he, to me, is more, seems to me the last couple of years, he's more, if I don't want to say assertive in his comments, maybe more self confident and all that. But no, he's, no, he's always been a good dude. There you go. There's your sanity answer. All right, brother. Give me the Mark Basil hookups too, Eddie. You know. Oh, nice. Um, Can I hey, get in on that? I I I gotta I gotta get out of here because I gotta go to the Canes game. Um, love you folks, and I thank you for supporting us. I thank you for watching. Um, this is 
you guys are everything to me and everything to this podcast. You make us go. Um, I'm going to go watch the Canes game so I can try to support Mario Cristobal in this very critical game because you lose to Louisville and the season goes flushes down the toilet. Um, second straight Kane season, you flush down the toilet. Let, let's get let's get it. Fortunately, the Dolphin season is not getting flushed on the toilet in the least. Yeah. So we thank you for supporting. We thank you for watching. We will see you tomorrow where we'll do a live recap. 515 ish. Our time. 515-ish. We will see you tomorrow. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.